In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, please be seated. We have many great traditions here at St. Andrews. A few months ago, one of our more recent traditions was celebrated with great joy. It's the -the glow-in-the-dark Easter egg hunt. And this tradition that we have had is filled with a lot of joy as we gather our kids the night before Easter and we hide hundreds and hundreds of eggs out in the schoolyard, all right at the time of dark. And then we set the children forth to go and get the eggs. It's a lot of fun. Our first year caught us by surprise. We had about 150 to 170 uh, children come for the Easter egg hunt. And as we were preparing for it, I was thinking back to my own childhood where the Easter egg contest used to be such a big part of my family. We'd go to our cousins. And every year that there would be prizes, they would have the big basket set forth for the first, second, and third place winners. So I was lost in my own tradition. And so when I was preparing, I went and found the biggest baskets with the bunnies and all the goods and bought the prizes for the first, second, and third place. And the kids were so excited. So before we released them, we showed them the prizes and the kids were all excited. And then we opened the doors of the church and the kids ran forth to search for the eggs. And it was great fun to watch them go after it. But at the end, when we gathered the children, we had them sit down and count their eggs. Now at this point, everyone was delighted. It was a great hunt, great turnout, plenty of eggs, and everyone was smiling. And to all of a sudden, it came time to give away those three big, wonderful looking baskets for the prizes. And then what happened was we had three very happy children and about 147 unhappy children. It taught me a very important lesson. It was the last time we gave prizes for the Easter egg hunt because it seemed like the competition wasn't necessary. The camaraderie was necessary. It's interesting when we look at our own lives and our own journeys, how much we could, we could have our own prejudice, our own uh, experiences where we see things through our own lenses and not through the perspective of other people. We live in such a, a wonderful, blessed country. And as we look at it, we realize how blessed we are. But we sometimes can become very self-centered, very competitive. As I've gotten older, I used to love when I was younger, the chants, USA, USA, at all the sporting events and at all the the Olympics. And I have a friend of, one of our mutual friends from many of you in this congregation, who when it comes time for the Olympics, all he does is watch the Olympics and he posts each time America wins a gold, a silver, and a bronze. And he does this with such joy. But I tend to, to watch the games in a different way as I look at all the other nations. It's not that I don't want America to do well, I do. It's my home team. 
But I'm also excited about all the stories of the other athletes from smaller, poorer countries, people that have come through so much struggle to be there. And I get less excited about the, the having to win, to have the most. When we look at our country, sometimes we fall into a competitive spirit, a competitive spirit where we want to win, we want to be first, rather than we want to be part of a world family. We want to be part of the children of God. I come from a large family. I'm the third of seven. And boy, we always watched when, when, when we were growing up that everyone got their equal share. If you ever felt like you didn't get your fair slice of the cake, or you were ready to go at it. You were ready to make sure that we all drove at the same time and had our license, that we all had the same opportunities. And it helped us to realize in growing up that we all have our fair day to be able to celebrate our lives but never to become self-centered or someone who doesn't celebrate others. Competition and religion, to be competitive in religion, is very ugly. We see that nowhere can you find Jesus being competitive or exclusive. Jesus was always inclusive. And whenever we listen to religions that want to divide, and if it comes from us, we have to examine ourselves because religion should never divide. They should never exclude. Religions are always to call us to be the children of God. The same is true with national spirit. We have to be careful in our national spirit that we don't become people who are, have to always win or have to be the strongest or I have to be the people that uh, are always first, but that we have to be people who are able to celebrate justice and blessings for everyone. The scriptures today make that very clear, that no one is to be neglected. And we are in a year now that as the political uh, emphasis gears up and as all the debates start to take place, we need to listen very carefully to make sure that we don't become people who it's always one way is the right way. Whenever someone presents, presents a platform that their way is right and everyone else is wrong, then what happens is all of a sudden we live in division. We live in that competition. We live in that competitive nature where it tends to, to deflate rather than inflate. We celebrate the independence of our nation. And our nation was founded so that we were people that had self-rule, that all people were created equal. And all people were welcome to be able to have a place in this country. And as we look at what independence meant, it was that we would not have a state religion where some are in and some are out. We were to be people that were always to be, uh, have freedom so that the king wouldn't make decisions for us or that we wouldn't be unfairly taxed, but that we would be able to be people who had an equal opportunity 
as we look at our values for our country, encourage you to take time to just realize how blessed we are. That we live in a land where all people are equal. Where we, it doesn't matter if you have wealth or if you are poor, that you belong. You are an individual with inalienable rights that cannot be denied. And so, as we celebrate this, let us not get focused on, on might. Let us not get focused on being the strongest, but let us focus on being blessed as people who are loved and have that love for others. If we can learn to do an Easter egg hunt without prizes so we won't be competitive, how can we change our language? How can we change our perspective so that America may be a bright beacon of hope for all people and not an excluded land for some? Amen.